Time stands still, the veil falls away. This moment now is all that matters. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Listen Well, a Lovewell podcast. The Lovewell Institute for the Creative Arts is an arts education not-for-profit where students from around the world have been conceiving, writing, and performing original full-length musicals since 1989. Happy September, Lovewell community! We are thrilled to be back in action with Season 3 of your favorite podcast. We hope our hiatus wasn't too difficult to bear, but we had to, you know, write a musical, or two, or three, or fourteen. That's right, this past summer we wrote fourteen original musicals in Florida, Sweden, Ohio, and Kansas. It was a thrilling few months of creativity and fun that culminated in countless unforgettable experiences for all involved. Tonight, we're kicking off Season 3 with another special episode in our Lovewell Rewind series. Last summer's Season 2 premiere episode took a look back at the 2018 summer season of new works. This year, we'll be doing the same thing for our 2019 season. That's right, tonight we will take a look back at each and every one of the 14 musicals we wrote around the world this summer. At each stop, we will learn all of the important details from the musical, and we'll hear a song from that show with special guest introductions accompanying each song. But first, your favorite part of these episodes, the statistics. In the summer of 2019, Lovewell's 30th year as an organization, the Lovewell method was used to create 14 original musicals. 11 of those musicals were written in three different states, four of them in Florida, six in Kansas, and one in Ohio. Three of those 14 musicals were written in two different cities in Sweden, one in Loma and two in Oskarshavn. More than 300 students from around the world came together to write more than 819 pages, totaling more than 1,192 minutes or nearly 20 hours of original content. And that's not even including the two Fort Lauderdale, Florida staff cabarets and the Lovewell Sweden concert with superstar Peter Johansson. Wowzers. For most, the thought of writing and producing just one musical over the span of two months would be too daunting to endeavor. But for the young artists and staff members of the Lovewell Institute for the Creative Arts, one musical would be no problem at all. The 14 that we created this summer was much more our speed. Now, what better way to honor everyone's hard work this past summer than by spending time to reflect on each and every show? Remember, each and every one of these new musicals that you will learn about were completely written by the students that you'll hear performing them. With the help of their staff, they brainstormed every plot point, came up with every melody, wrote every scene, and choreographed every dance. Aside from our usual intermission about halfway through the broadcast, tonight's program will be structured just like our Season 2 premiere episode last year. I'm going to go chronologically through the summer, giving you the title and the synopsis of each new musical before turning it over to one of the staff members who worked on the show. 
they're going to give a brief setup and introduction of the song that they have selected to share with you. The recordings of the songs you'll hear tonight will vary in audio quality, but the quality of performance, creation, and heart will be outstanding throughout. Now, on with the show. There are no curtains to peel back tonight, just doors to open as we head back in time to the beginning of our 2019 summer. First up, we head to Hoxie, Kansas, where the students and staff created Soul Responsibility, an original musical, which premiered on June 1st. Here's the official synopsis of that show, which I had the pleasure of working on with some very talented artists. The year is 1959. The town is McCoy, Kansas, where the Wildeman Theater is the cultural centerpiece. But when the final bow of their latest musical ends in tragedy, the theater is closed as the community mourns. Sixty years later, a group of teens break into the abandoned theater and become determined to bring it back to life to show the town the impact the arts can still have. The only problem? The teens soon begin to suspect that the theater is haunted. And after recruiting a Hollywood medium to help, they learn that ghosts are just the beginning of the mystery on hand in Soul Responsibility, an original musical. Here to set up the song that you'll be hearing is the music director of Soul Responsibility, Michael Fink. This song is called Talk To Me, Spirits. In Soul Responsibility, a group of young theater artists in a small town hope to revitalize a local theater that's been slowly decaying ever since a fatal accident that occurred decades ago. However, they discover their beloved theater is actually haunted by the spirits of that tragic incident. In the song Talk to Me Spirits, the teenagers hire a Hollywood medium named Tallulah to help make contact and save the theater once and for all. However, they discover Tallulah is not all that she's cracked up to be. And by the end, the spirits make it known. This is Talk To Me Spirits from Soul Responsibility.
Next, we head over to Phillipsburg, Kansas, where the students and staff wrote Mall of Olympus, a mythological musical, which premiered on June 7th. Here's what that show was about. The infamous Greek gods of Mount Olympus live high and mighty in their cloudy keep, throwing thunderbolts and shade at anyone who questions their omnipotent reign. When a jealous witch casts an ancient curse, the almighty gods are blasted down to earth, stripped of their powers, and doomed to work nine to five jobs in the various stores of a sleepy American mall. With the help of their human co-workers, will the gods be able to retake their throne in the sky? Find out in Mall of Olympus, a mythological musical. Let's listen to music director and script editor Eric Flemons as he helps set up the show's opening number. So this song was the song to begin all bangers. It's the first song we wrote in the whole summer of 2019. Uh, It is a power rock anthem uh, explaining that we are a bunch of mythological gods that live up in Olympus and talking about how great it is and how divine we are. <laughs> it's, it's just a, it's a classic. of the sins you have committed. I will become the beast you all hate. I will do the taking now. 
here for your sins. You will work nine to five. As the chaos begins, you must survive. Now we're going to take a ride over to Russell, Kansas, where the students and staff created The Key to Death, a killer musical, which premiered on June 14th. On the night of October 31st, a group of misfits spend the eerie night stuck inside their high school for a school-sanctioned leadership lock-in. As the night wears on, things start to go awry, and their peers begin to disappear. There's a murderer on the loose. Can the students of Thermopolis High escape the Halloween night with their lives? Find out in The Key to Death, a killer musical. Here's Eric once again to set up the song from this show. This song was so amazing because it came so easily. Every student knew exactly what they needed to say. And this song is kind of where the audience begins to understand the social dynamic between each character and, uh, and the social dynamic that exists within the high school and how these characters interact with each other and what animosities exist and what friendships exist and how they just, everyone's at odds with each other. Uh, and it's, it's right on the nose and it's such a banger.
next stop on our Kansan tour is Goodland, Kansas, where the students and staff took us back in time to the Middle Ages with Damon von Frodenorf, a definitely 100% all-female musical, which I definitely 100% pronounced correctly. And that show premiered on June 21st. Sometime during the Middle Ages, the quaint European all-female town of Frodenorf has become stricken with a particularly calamitous bout of the Black Plague. When the famed Duke of Wales announces his intention to visit the struggling town, the Queen commissions her last remaining theater troupe to write and perform the most incredible play in the history of the Queendom. Can the troupe pull out all the stops and create a show fit for a queen? Find out in Damon von Frodenorf, a definitely 100% all-female musical that I cannot stress enough I'm pronouncing correctly, and if I'm not, send me a note. Here is Eric once again to tell you all about the song, It's Called Acting. So It's Called Acting happens about halfway through the show. Bobby's trying to rally the acting troupe after the loss of their director. None of them are confident in their acting abilities, but he convinces them that they are all actors deep down inside through the power of song. No, stop in Kansas for now is Concordia, Kansas, where the students and staff brought us the new noir classic, The Lost Rose, a new Queen's musical, which premiered on June 28th. It was the beginning of the 30s. 
the 2030s, that is. Our story begins in the fictional metropolis of New Queens, where the cops are crooked and the street gangs run rampant. The last few honest cops do what they can to keep the peace, but when the police chief's daughter goes missing, the force will have to work alongside the gangs to solve the case. Can they find her before it's too late? Find out in The Lost Rose, a new Queens musical noir. Here is Eric one more time to tell you about the show's finale. So finally, we end with the city of New Queens. This is the finale to our entire Love Well Summer. Uh, it is the happy resolution, happy and sad resolution of the show. Uh, and we had a full band. The students were giving, bearing their hearts on stage. Uh, and it's just one of my fondest memories of the entire summer. As our workshops in Kansas were getting on a roll, the students in Fort Lauderdale were cooking up some stellar shows of their own. First up was our Teen One Workshop, where Tested, a musical that will take you by storm, which premiered on June 27th, was created. In a world that seems eerily similar to our own, the issue of extreme overpopulation rules every decision. The government has reached a new level of corruption as they use children's lives to solve the problem. That haunting solution? Creating a test that deems children ages 13 to 18 as either usable or unusable. Watch the drama unfold as villains, unexpected heroes, and citizens who are desperate for change are tested, a musical that will take you by storm. Joining us to introduce the next song is the co-musical director of Tested, Nick Aquino. Let's listen in while he introduces us to the powerful Act Two ballad, Our Candles. Our Candles was actually the last of five songs we had written that day. We decided to use this imagery of vigil candles being burned down to their ends 
to mirror the community's decision to move on but never forget. I remember fiddling around on the piano with a kind of Carpenter's close to you vibe, and then I looked over and several of us were on the brink of tears. We started putting some of the lyric ideas we had to it, and then we knew we had something pretty special on our hands.
I had huge plans. But the reality of how government works is that there are those who will do everything in their power to silence you and use you as an instrument of their own will. But after tonight, my voice will be heard. Tomorrow, I will use my power as governor to propose a bill that will eradicate this test. I can't promise that it will pass. But I promise I will do everything in my power. While the Session 1 teens were busy creating Tested, the Lovewell Fort Lauderdale Session 1 juniors were hard at work bringing the world of video games to the stage with Game Changer, a pixelated musical, which premiered on June 28th. Here's what that show was about. Come find your escape from reality. In the not-so-distant future, Pixel Planet, the world's greatest environmental video game, has taken the world by storm. Gamers from all over the world strive to reach the top of the leaderboard, and the creators of Pixel Planet are raking in the cash. But as the game gains more and more popularity, the real world seems to fall through the cracks, becoming less and less habitable at a rapid pace. Will the world wake up from their virtual dreams, or will they all wait for a game changer, a pixelated musical? Let's join the game-changing musical director of this show, Shelby Rassler, as she sets up the song, Rebirth. Hello, Lovewell community. My name is Shelby, and I was the music director for Game Changer, a pixelated musical. I'm so excited to share the song, Rebirth, with you, the penultimate number of this wonderful show. After working together to fix an accidental glitch that tethered the virtual world of Pixel Planet and the real world, the gamers, Pixel Pals, and creators of the game all realize they now have the responsibility and power to fix problems in the real world, striving to put Mother Earth first for the first time in a while. I hope you all enjoy Rebirth, written by the students and staff of Lovewell Fort Lauderdale Junior Session 1. Yeah. 
are halfway through our 2019 summer. That means it's time for a brief intermission. Lovewell is gearing up to celebrate its 30th birthday this October, but we need you to help us get the party started. Lovewell lights from around the world and throughout Lovewell's history will be traveling to Fort Lauderdale, Florida for three days of fun, reflection, and friendship. Please join us October 25th, 26th, and 27th for three totally different and exciting events. Tickets for each day are available at www.lovewell.org. We'll see you there. You don't want to miss the party of the century. We've been reminiscing about our 2019 summer, but did you know that Lovewell has already written another musical since the summer ended? The students and staff of Lovewell Eslov, in partnership with Eslov's Fokuskola, just wrote and performed The Escape to Vim Dome. We'll have more about that show, including the video of the performance, as soon as we can, so be sure to check for more updates. We also want to send our well wishes to the middle school students at NSU University School as they perform the newest show from the Lovewell catalog, Dear Berlin, a musical breakthrough. Originally written by the students and staff of Lovewell Fort Lauderdale Teen Session 1 back in 2013. Keep an eye out for a recap in the near future. Do you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, and iTunes? Well, you should. Be sure to follow Lovewell across all of your preferred social media platforms so you can stay up to date on all the goings on in the Lovewell community. Listen Well is officially back and better than ever, and as always, we'll be posting new episodes of Listen Well, a Lovewell podcast, on the first Thursday of every month. So be sure to subscribe and you'll never miss an episode. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud, we are also available on iTunes and Spotify, where you can leave a rating and a review as well. If you like this show, let us know. We'll be trying to shake things up in Season 3, so look out for more interviews, more in-depth looks at the Lovewell process, and even more good times for you to take on the go. Alright, that's enough of that. Let's head back to the episode. Now, we're hopping on a plane across the pond to Loma, Sweden, in our first Swedish musical of the summer, If I Got Dreaming, a productive musical, which premiered on June 28th. With the help of Google Translate, here's the synopsis of that show. We start the story in a strict society where rules and norms are top priority, and where a government strives to achieve the highest productivity for the people. The people in the city are suddenly starting to have terrible nightmares. In the same society, we meet a group of imaginative children who receive a secret mission that will lead them into an underground world. Who lives there, and what do they want the children to do? Will the nightmares ever disappear? Here's Ivar, the show's musical director, to tell us about the song Suddenly Gone. Hi, my name is Ivar and I was the musical director of Love World Junior Loma this year. It's an honor to be a part of this podcast and to get to tell you a bit about our show that we made called If I Could Dream. This show takes place in a strict society where all the grown-ups have stopped dreaming and only focus on being productive at work. 
However, a small group of children set out to save their city by finding a magical dream machine in the underground world maintained by some friendly magical insects. Now this machine has been destroyed by the evil government and these children try and try in numerous ways to fix it but in the end they're not able to. And this is where this song that you're about to hear, Helt Plötsligt Borta, or Suddenly Gone, comes in. The children and the insects sing about how they weren't able to save their city, and the parents from above ground sing to their children, asking for forgiveness for being so absent in their lives. Here is Helt Plötsligt Borta. Hallå, jag heter Ivar och jag var musikansvarig för Lovewell Junior Lomma i år. Det är nära att få vara här och få berätta lite för er om vår föreställning som vi gjorde som heter Om jag fick drömma. Den utspelar sig i ett strikt samhälle där vuxna har slutat drömma och bara fokuserar på arbetet. Men några barn ger sig ner i underjorden för att rädda deras stad genom att lokalisera en drömmaskin som styrs av några vänliga magiska insekter. Denna drömmaskin har blivit förstörd nämligen av den hemska onda regeringen. Men barnen, hur länge de än försöker, lyckas inte laga maskinen. Och det är där den här låten, helt plötsligt borta, som ni ska få höra, kommer in. Barnen och insekterna sjunger om hur ledsna de är att de inte lyckats rädda sin stad. Och föräldrarna från ovan jord sjunger till sina barn, ber dem att komma tillbaka och ber om förlåtelse för att de har varit så frånvarande. Här kommer helt plötsligt borta.
While we're here in Sweden, let's learn more about the junior students in Oskarsham who wrote Kolo Mysteriet and Houdanet Musical, which premiered on July 19th. Here's what the show was about. A group of children are looking forward to spending their summer at the adventure camp, swimming, trying new sports, or maybe just getting away from their parents to play video games. However, things do not go as planned. The very first night, most of the children mysteriously vanish from the camp and end up in three magical places. A pirate ship, an enchanted forest, and a place where everything is made up of food. Back at the camp, the remaining children realize that it must be someone in the staff that lies behind the kidnapping, and the campers decide to find the culprit before it is too late and their friends will be stuck in their worlds forever. Here's the show's director and music director, Helena, to talk to us about The Song of Three Worlds. The song is called The Song of the Three Worlds, um, and it introduces the audience to the three different worlds that the kids fell into. Uh, the infinite forest, the uh, pirate ship world, and the world made of food. And in this song, the kids who fell into these uh, worlds meet the inhabitants of this world of each of their worlds, uh, which is really fun. And it's actually three songs in one, and the songs are all really different. We have in the pirate world, there's a rap, um, <laughs> the pirates rap and dance, and it was really cool writing it because we actually got a chance to um, adapt the writing to the people we were knew were going to be in these worlds.
Hours and 4,269 miles after that last show premiered on July 19th, the students in Columbus, Ohio, in partnership with Short North Stage, opened their musical comedy, The Last Lifeboat, a high seas, high stakes musical. Here's the synopsis. What would you do for a million dollars? Go on a reality show? Betray a friend? Commit a crime? This madcap musical immerses you in the 2004 reality show, The Last Lifeboat, as all reason, decorum, and sanity is set adrift. Eleven contestants stand to win one million dollars if they can stay in the game, or alive for that matter. Let's welcome back music director Michael Fink to set up the song, Penny Collada. In the 2004 reality show The Last Lifeboat, contestants compete in a series of challenges on a luxury cruise ship to win an ultimate cash prize. At the end of each challenge, the bottom two contestants face off in a pool duel, and the loser of that duel gets set adrift on a lifeboat or knocked out of the competition. While most of the contestants are competing for love and money and fame, there's sweet, sweet Amelia who's fighting to win the money to pay for her dear sister's terminal illness. After Amelia ends up in a pool duel, she and the other contestant are tasked to chug a pina colada, and the first to finish their cocktail stays on the ship. In the song Penny Colada, Amelia reflects on her make-or-break moment and her determination to save her sister. That is until things take a surprising turn. This is Penny Collada from the very hilarious and very dark musical comedy, The Last Lifeboat. The final two. I can't let this be the end of my run. I have to win this for my sister, Penny. If I win this money, I can help her and all of the other sick kids. Pull it together, Amelia. This is your last shot. When I was young, life was fun. It was simple. Penny and I would take trips to the beach, finding seashells, building castles, watching the waves ebb and flow. Penny was fine, and then something happened. One day she told me she didn't feel right. She got sicker and sicker, and now Penny's losing the
Our next three shows opened within hours of one another on opposite sides of the globe. Back in Fort Lauderdale, session two was in full swing as the teens and juniors built two more musicals for the world to enjoy. The session two teens created the powerful tearjerker Patched, an unforgettable musical, which opened on July 25th. Here's what it was all about. The citizens of Atkins Ridge are trying to piece their town back together after an accident at their local power plant, forcing them to live in unbreathable living conditions. A year later, when Iris and Abel, a global pharmaceutical company, releases BreatheWell, an air filtration patch, all seems to be looking up for Atkins Ridge. But when one of the mayors makes a public blunder, and Iris and Abel blames the presence of brain-altering contaminants in the air, the town is thrown into disarray where distrust, deceit, and hysteria clog the air like smog. Will the town of Atkins Ridge be saved, or will it fade away into oblivion? Come find out in Patched, an unforgettable musical. Let's welcome back one of the co-musical directors of Patched, Shelby Rassler, to talk about the show's opening number, The Night Our Town Changed Forever. Hello, Lovewellites. My name is Shelby, and I was a co-music director of Patched and Unforgettable Musical, along with the wonderful Jacob Jeffries. The timeless town of Atkins Ridge was struck by tragedy when an explosion took the lives of many. This show opens leading up to this very moment, with the opening number both occurring at the explosion and how the town reacted in the following days and months. Patched shows the journey that ensues when another tragedy, memory loss, makes its way through the town in a suspicious manner. I hope you enjoy the powerful opening number of Patched, an Unforgettable Musical, written by the students and staff of Lovell Fort Lauderdale Teen Session 2.
Meanwhile, back in Oskarsham, Sweden, the teens were busy creating Light Up the Night, a musical podcast in the dark, which premiered on July 26th. Here's the synopsis. On the night of October 15th, 2009, the Piper family went to the movies and never returned, leaving behind one daughter and a mystery that alienated their small town of Stone Mill Creek. Ten years after the disappearance, a podcast brings global attention to the secrets of the small town. But what's more interesting than what happened to Stone Mill Creek in the ten years since October 15, 2009, is what takes place on October 15, 2019. Here's co-music director Nils Petter Ankerblom to set up that show's finale. So from the Love Sweden teen show this year called Light Up the Night, we would like to share that show's finale. This was an interesting show for us to write because it was written in the form of a podcast. The show followed a trio of young podcasters who go to this little town and investigate a 10-year-old mystery. Uh, And the mystery is that this teenage girl 10 years ago lost her whole family. They just disappeared. There were never ever bodies found. There were strange lights in the sky um, on the night where that happened. Very mysterious. And this girl has to live in this uh, a whole decade hoping that the family comes back when everybody else is having theories about what happened and um, family being declared dead. And But of course, at the show's climatic moments in the finale, the family comes back. And they come back in front of the whole town which you would think would answer a lot of questions, but it kind of asks even more questions. And that was the theme of our whole show. Like, how do we all interpret the strangeness of the world? And we wanted to talk about that in a finale, but talk about it in a way that didn't feel on the nose, or didn't feel preachy, or didn't tell the audience what to think. So what we decided to do, after long, long talks, was to write a finale that was about that powerful experience of experiencing something that you can't explain and how that actually feels and how there are times, moments, experiences that make everything seem small and and futile. So this is the finale from Light Up the Night, 
Enjoy. The Piper case is now closed. We set out to uncover the mystery of the disappearance of the Piper family. And although we answered many questions, we're left with a million more. I'm Gillian Oakes. And I'm Karen Oakes. Small Town Secrets, signing off. That same day in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, the junior students debuted their second musical of the summer. Together, they wrote the horrifying, screamtacular See-Through, a bone-chilling new musical, which also premiered on July 26th. Here's what the show is about. This Halloween, experience the fright of your life at Stein Penitentiary. For 100 years, this island prison has been abandoned after a failed escape attempt claimed the lives of 10 people. Their ghosts still haunt the empty cells, and they're dying for some company. Thrills, chills, and plenty of scares await in See-Through, a bone-chilling new musical. 
To help us set up the song Blood and Guts, let's welcome back to Listen Well, one of the co-musical directors of that show, Tora. Only a lucky few get to work at the Stein Penitentiary Haunted Prison Attraction. And in this song, we learn what exactly makes it so special. Och med extra kärlek till alla er som lyssnar ifrån Sverige. This is Blood and Guts from See Through. A bone chilling new musical. Finally, we head back to Kansas in the small town of Salina, where Lovewell began 30 years ago. Together, the students and staff wrote Misplaced, a coming-of-age musical. Here's the official synopsis of the show. Spring break is usually about fun in the sun, good times with your pals, and a general lack of responsibilities. But on this particular spring break, one school bus full of students is on its way to a history museum for a week-long field trip. Sounds boring, right? But when excitement strikes and the school bus breaks down on the outskirts of the big city, the students and their teachers will embark on an adventure to find true love, themselves, and a way back home in Misplaced, a coming-of-age musical. Let's welcome Misplaced's assistant music director, Laurel Thompson, as she tells us about the funny love song, You and Me. 
The song that Ryan and I chose is called You and Me, and it features the gym teacher and the history teacher who have been um, bickering and arguing throughout this entire trip, uh, directly addressing the audience to confess their feelings for each other and sort of tear down the wall in between them. got for you folks 14 brand new musicals created in just over two months 
I can only speak for myself when I say that this was one of the most rewarding, challenging, inspiring, and fun summers of my entire life. Each show, whether you helped write it, watch it, or admired it from afar, was its own unique universe with endless things to say about the world today. Thank you for all of your support and all of your hard work. And thank you all for joining us for tonight's Season 3 premiere episode of Listen Well, a Lovewell podcast. Special thanks again to every single person who helped make the summer of 2019 season our biggest and best season yet. Be sure to subscribe, and I will see you next time. Until then, this is Tyler Grimes reminding you to listen well, create well, love well. Good night. (laughs) 